Thanks for joining us for this message from Awaken Church. We believe in the power of God's Word, and we pray that you're encouraged by this message. Now lean in as we hear from God's Word together. My name is Nate. I get to serve here as one of the pastors, and today looks very different than other Sundays. Um, normally what we do is we open up God's Word, and, and we read, and we study it together. Uh, we have the Version Bible app all there, but um, this weekend is completely different. We're not necessarily um, doing that. Um, but we're kind of giving you an update on what's going on here and and kind of letting you know where we've been the last year and kind of some areas of where we're going as well. And um, uh, again, it's kind of like a family meeting. How many of you have been to a family meeting before? You've had those family meetings, right? Like sometimes you're like, oh, those are terrible family meetings. They're not any fun. But I think this will be a fun family meeting. Um, It'll be fun for us to get together, see what's going on. And if it's your first time here and you're like, do they always do this? We don't. Uh, September 19th, 2009 is when we planted the church. And so right around this time, we always want to take the opportunity to um, gather together. We call it the church's anniversary and just kind of celebrate what God is doing. Because ultimately, it's none of us. Um, God is the one who's moving. God is the one who's working. This is God's church. And so we just, as the leaders, kind of want to tell you this is what is happening and this is what's going on. So kind of giving you a little update. It's important. You guys are a part of this church. This church is yours. And you guys need to uh, understand what is happening in your church. And... um, and what you're putting your hands to. So uh, if you're new here, this is your first day. Well, hey, this is a great day to be here. But um, next week, we're going to be in John 15. The week after that, we're starting um, the book of Titus. Uh, we're going to go through that book. And then it's going to be Christmas time. At least teaching-wise, that's how it's going in my mind. I'm already in December and in the next year, all right? So um, that's, that's where I've been. That's where I'm actually in February. If you want to know the truth, that's where my mentality is right now. Yeah, that's, that's right. So... Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of a family meeting. It looks very different. So uh, I'm just going to kind of uh, tell you a little bit of what I've been up to. I'm going to start and then we'll just kind of go down the line. But um, one of the things that I've been asked uh, by several people here today uh, or over the last several weeks is, uh, where have you been? Why, why are you not teaching? Are you enjoying your vacation? That's what I get. And it's far from a vacation. Obviously, I know people are joking with that, but it's been far from a, a vacation. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had our our leader retreat where we're discussing some of the things of, of the future of the church, where, where we're going. We talked about some things about groups and some other topics, and we're kind of working through that stuff right now. And, and hopefully in the next year or so, we'll be able to present some of those things. We just want to make sure we've worked that stuff out. I'm, I'm also doing a lot of administrative things, some other things that I've been meaning to catch up on and work on. But also one of the things that I do is I spend a couple weeks just praying and talking to God about what are we going to be doing over the next year? Like, God, what would you have us to learn? What would you want to teach your people? And um, oftentimes I hear questions about, are we gonna, what do you think about this in the Bible? Or what about this? Or can you teach about this? Or I know a lot of us get questions about certain topics. And I write all those things down. And I just spend some time praying over it and going, God, is there a theme here? Is there something that we should be talking about? And, and, and so do you want to hear what it is? I, I've kind of come to a little conclusion. Okay, some of you do. Some of you are just going to find out anyways. Um, I care a lot about this. I hope that you do as well. But uh, we're going to do, we're going to kick off next year 
with a 10-week study about talking about how the, the Bible is God's love story to us, that, that it's just how it all fits together, how we see Jesus pictured in the Old Testament. We see the law. How does that work? How does that apply? We talk, we'll talk about the Abraham covenant. Some of you are like, I don't know what that is. You will, you know? Uh, we're going to be talking about the fall. We're going to talk about creation. We're going to talk about that fact that the Bible is not about us. It's about God. And so that's the whole idea, which will then lead us into Easter. And uh, after Easter, we're going to be going through the book of Revelation. And uh, so uh, it's, uh, yep, it's a little terrifying. Uh, You could just be praying for me and for us as we uh, get ready to dive into all of that. But uh, a lot of the questions we've been getting is like, is this the end of the world? You know, that, what is it, R.E.M., I think, sings the song, it's the end of the world as we know it. You know, like, and I feel, I want us to feel fine, all right? That's, that's the idea. So um, my, my hope is that um, through this study that we will at least introduce you to this book, and um, hopefully it'll just spark more digging in for you, and um, I got a lot of fun things planned in my mind of, of what we can do with that. So um, just be praying about that, but that should be right after Easter. So I guess I'm living in April, I guess, right now, so that's where I'm at. But um, real quick, I also want to just talk about Awaken Kids um, and kind of what's going on there. Awaken Kids is one of our biggest ministries that we have here at Awaken, and um, Mindy, she is our kids ministry director. Chloe uh, helps her. She also writes the curriculum, and uh, Mindy's been doing this for over 10 years. I think 11 years, going on 12 years now, Mindy's been serving in our kids ministry, and uh, yeah, let's give it up for Mindy. She does a great job. She pours into our kids, and and I'm excited. So uh, what, what's happening in Awakening Kids is it's growing. We're seeing a lot of kids over there, and we're seeing a lot of fruit come from um, Awakening Kids, and uh, it's really cool to see what is happening over there. And uh, we, over the last six months, have been in our new classrooms over here. If you haven't checked them out because you don't have an infant to a three-year-old, I'd still encourage you to go over there and check out those classrooms. Um, I'm excited because we did it all in-house with cash. Like we don't have debt. We don't owe anybody any money. So that's a big deal as well because we were able to build those out. And uh, not only that, we were able to build out bigger bathrooms. Even in all of that, we're still working on a couple of family bathrooms and we've got uh, a nursing mother's room that we're still kind of in process working on as well. But um, our infants are one of the biggest classrooms that we have. Um, it's, it's one of the biggest areas of growth that we see. Um, but next to that, we see the four-year-olds. The four-year-olds is a big need that we have right now. We have a classroom to put our four-year-olds in, but we don't have the people to help teach that class. And um, on that note, this is going to now shift to the challenge. We could celebrate on the space that God has given us, but the challenge that we're running into right now is the fact that we need help. Uh, Mindy was working on the October schedule, and she was telling me there's a lot of spots open right now. And God always fulfills, God always provides, but I want something to sink in for just a minute because we don't just, because I'll be asked, do you just put on a movie? Do you play video games? Like, do you just babysit the kids there? And we don't do that. Um, There's intentionality with bringing the Bible to our kids' level and teaching them God's Word. Just as we're being taught here, we're trying to be intentional with our kids over in Awakening Kids. And the the sad reality, the sad truth is that um, there's, there's a need and we're not stepping up and filling it. What's even more sad is that Mindy, for the last several months, has not been able to be in here to worship 
or to even, like, she'll listen to the message after the fact, but she's not able to be in here with you all. And I, I think that's a sad thing. If we're a family and we care for one another, then when someone isn't able to do what we're able to do, we should be able to do whatever it is, whatever we can, to help her be poured into as well, to help her get filled up, and for her to be in this space as well. Just as much as you benefit from it, think about how much she could benefit from it as well, that she's been lacking in that. So um, the challenge for us is that there's a lot of place for you to serve in Awaken Kids. First through fifth grade, uh, we've got a lot of need in the four-year-olds, a lot of need everywhere. And I know it can sound intimidating. Listen, I've served in Awaken Kids. It's intimidating. Um, I've brought my wife with me. I'm like, I don't want to do this alone, you know? So I bring her with me. Or I've grabbed Josh Brimmer, a friend. And I'm like, hey, I don't want to go teach the four-year-olds by myself. You want to come with me? And so I bring in reinforcements. And, and it's good. It's, it's a good thing to bring in that help, to bring in those reinforcements. I love it because as I walk around, I see families serving with one another. They just decided to adopt a classroom. And we're going to serve here. We're going to help out here. And so what I'm saying is you don't have to do it alone. A lot of you I know are already serving, but this is one area that I think a lot of us could step up or where we're not serving, we could step into these spots and, and start serving. So um, that's kind of what's going on in Awaken Kids. Um, one future thing, something that we're praying about and talking about, a couple of months ago, I was helping with kids check-in and um, I was kind of uh, in there talking to some of the new families, telling them about like where their kids will go and, and kind of a little bit about the church and that we have a security team making sure their kids are safe and all of that. And um, it was a really cramped spot. It was, it was as four-year-olds and three-year-olds were trying to get in their classroom and, and kids trying to go to clubhouse. And we're all kind of in there. And Janice, who's doing the check-in, she's getting them in there as quickly as she can for, to get their kids tags and stuff like that so they could go to their classroom. And it really highlighted this need for um, a kind of kids check-in connect kind of team where we have people who are checking in new families and showing them around and talking about the church a little bit. And, and so um, if you're interested in that, want more information about it, um, you can find Mindy. You could go swing by that white cart. We'd love to get you uh, more information about it as well. But those are just some of the things that are going on, some of the, the needs here, some of the things that we could celebrate, and uh, some of the future planning that we have with Awaken Kids. And I, I bet every one of them that I wasn't going to go as long as I did, and I thought AJ was going to be the long-winded one. I think I won that award this time, so um, I'm going to, yes, thank you, thank you. Um, I, uh, I'm going uh, to move on to AJ, so. All right, yeah, so uh, I'll try to be as short as possible, but um, I just wanted to update you guys, give you guys some information on what is going on with local missions stuff. So if you've been around Awaken for a while, Several months ago, some that we had been talking about that we had brought up is how we had the opportunity to begin to set up and work on a safe house with DCS. Um, the goal of that being kids that had been pulled were sleeping on floors um, in the offices of the DCS in various counties, and they needed a place to stay temporarily in between being pulled from a home and needing to find a foster home officially. So we had the opportunity to begin to set that up, and we had told you guys that um, it was a lot of work, but once that gets set up, set up, we would begin to tell you guys the needs in order for all of us as a church to really get engaged with supporting that and helping that. Um, and then, if you will have noticed, that was a couple months ago, and you haven't really seen anything or heard anything about needs. Well, there's a reason for that. Um, 
we got things moving forward, um, but just like anything that's new, um, not only new to us, but this is also a new thing for DCS as well, not really something that had been done yet. Um, as we got into things, there was some challenges that came about that we had to deal with. Um, so right now, what has got kind of happened is um, there's some various government agencies throughout um, Clarksville, um, and this is not just unique to us, these problems that, that we're having. They're affecting all of the, there's a, a handful of churches in Clarksville as well as in some other counties. Everybody's dealing with these same exact problems right now. Um, but really, it comes down to there's not quite enough unity to be fully effective between the various government agencies that kind of work with DCS and also private individuals like us as a church. So those challenges that have come up have required a lot of paperwork, a lot of conversations with people in various places in government, and that has really slowed things down. So we had been doing stuff for about a month, and then things kind of got halted. Um, so we're working through this stuff, but my prayer and my thing that I'm asking of all of you is to be praying for us as we continue to navigate this stuff with the various elements of government, because as you guys know, government's not known for being quick, and they definitely haven't been. Um, it's been a lot of emailing and just waiting for people to get back to us, and then us waiting on all, all kinds of stuff. Um, so we're just in that process right now, trying to get through it all so that we can get back to helping these kids the way we originally set out to do. Um, but in the meantime, be praying for that. Um, but we also have Kids Bible Club, which is another local missions uh, thing that we get to do as a church. And yeah... Yeah, thank you for noticing that. Uh, Kids Bible Club is an awesome, awesome ministry that uh, really reaches out to some local neighborhoods real close to Awaken, actually. And we, uh, through Kids Bible Club, will bring a whole bunch of kids, like between 20 on a low end, all the way up to like 40 kids sometimes, bust them in to Awaken on Thursday evenings and provide a meal for them um, and then provide... Uh, Bible teaching. So that's the gospel is being shared, walking through what the Bible actually says. And I cannot stress this enough. They need help. And they, they desperately can use that help in all different capacities. Um, so be praying for them, but also step into helping them as well. That would be so needed and it'd be such a blessing, not only to you, but to these dozens and dozens of kids who are there on an every week basis. Um, so my encouragement is try to get involved in that. It would be a huge thing that is, there's nothing hindering us in that area right now. So absolutely move that way. And then lastly, uh, I would just wanted to point out that when it comes to local mission stuff, you don't just have to fall within the couple of things that Awaken is overseeing ourselves. We can also step into local missions all on our own and the things that the Lord has asked us personally to do. You don't need some special tag to tell you that you can go share the gospel. Um, that's just a command for all of us that's given in Scripture. So my encouragement is that there already is people all throughout the church who are doing this, who are stepping out to love people like Jesus loved them and to share the gospel. Right now we have a person uh, from Awaken who just of their own heart and will uh, is over in Morocco right now helping people who are victims of the earthquakes that just happened. Um, that's not a thing that Awaken is overseeing, but that's somebody who wants to take that initiative and is doing that all on their own. 
Um, there's people in the church who on a regular weekly basis are going out into their neighborhoods trying to share the gospel with people, um, whoever the Lord will bring in contact with them. That's just people doing it out of the outflow of what the Lord's doing in them. So my encouragement is whether it be serving in Kids Bible Club or just whatever thing the Lord's put on your heart, step out into it. The Lord is working. He's doing incredible things. Do not miss that. That's what it means to be a good steward of what God's given us here for this time in between waiting for Jesus to return. So be encouraged. Please step into those things. If you have any questions, you can ask me afterward. I'd love to answer them. But with that, Devon, up to you. Thank you, AJ. Um, so a uh, quick life update for the, the, the Price household. I'm Pastor Devon, if you don't know who I am. Uh, we have, uh, uh, you know, I guess in the past four years went from uh, a family of two to a family of five, you know, very, very rapid increase. Uh, we've, thank you. We've got kids that we, we, we've got kids in the fours and, and, in the, uh, infants. So, you know, we are adding to the, uh, growth of the church, uh, uh, one baby at a time. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, that's, and also is with babies, you know, you notice I'm awake today cause our baby's starting to sleep through the night, which is, is great. Uh, as you know, all those parent, parents understand how thankful you know I am <laughs> for that. And and you made some really mad and jealous because they're not sleeping through the night right yeah. now. Oh yeah, so. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it'll come. It'll come. Uh, but uh, uh, over the years, I've overseen many different ministries here at the church. Uh, the primary ministry that I'm overseeing uh, currently uh, and have for many years is groups. Groups is a, a fundamental part of Awaken. Uh, even this past uh, retreat uh, last week, we had lots uh, of discussion about groups uh, and just the, the the purpose behind it, the reason for it, uh, and a lot of things that you know in that discussion, the things we could you know uh, truly you know really you know, come to agreement on, just kind of like boil it down to to you know even just a couple of things uh, was that when we have groups, it's it's about getting into scripture, uh, getting into the Word of God. You know, when we get together. We, who, I don't know if anyone's ever done it, like, you know, you're in a Bible reading plan, you're in it for two weeks, like, oh, this is great, you know, and then uh, you fall off, you know, oh, I've been in this Bible reading plan for a month, and boom, you fall off, you know, the, the aspect of being a part of God's kingdom in, in his church is, is something that is, uh, you can't do it by yourself, we can't do this by ourselves. that's why we need Christ, we need Christ in our lives, but he, he's also given us the the church, his body, to be a part of, to be able to do it together. Living out this Christian walk is not something we can do alone. Uh, so we need each other to, to stay in the word. We need each other to hold each other accountable to the word. So, so getting into groups, getting uh, 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 into the community here, being invested into that community, you know, because myself, I've been invested in the community for like over 10 years uh, of being in groups too. You know, uh, uh, just being involved in some form or fashion uh, uh, has just been, you know, just absolutely beneficial for my life, for my family's life. Uh, just knowing how important it is to invest into your community because it, it all it comes back on your heart and your life and your family. Uh, you know, if you cut yourself off from the local body, the local church, being plugged in, connecting, you know, you'll see those results in your life. You also see the results in your life of being totally plugged in to, to his body uh, and connecting uh, uh, with other believers because uh, they help, they help uh, uh, keep you on that 
track that we all are pursuing just ultimately just to be like Christ. So uh, if you're not a part of a group, you know, if, if, you're, if you haven't signed up for a group, there's still space available. Uh, you can connect with me, you know, uh, after, after service. Uh, you can connect with Breezy uh, as well, who's our group's coordinator, does a phenomenal job of, you know, doing a lot of communication. Uh, you can also go online to, to see what groups are available. But it's, it's vital to be plugged in to this community, uh, and you will be rewarded for it. So that's all I have. I'm going to pass it off to Devin. Hello, uh, I'm Devin. Not, not to be confused with Devon. So yes, just so uh, we're clear. And we yeah. got Dennis uh, down there at the end as well. So, uh, no, Josh is on the end. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh. Josh is at the end. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see that mustache down there. <laughs> How did I miss it? So I'm Devon. I mean, uh, Devin. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I actually... Uh, I'm glad I'm going after Devon. I, I want to highlight what he said about uh, the importance of being connected to the body. Um, and that's something that I've, I've really felt across this year is, is awakened church operating as the body and stepping up and, and serving and, and, and helping out where it's needed. It's been kind of a, a hard year for me. Uh, we had a couple of uh, team leads that I, I oversaw uh, either step back or move out of state, and then two staff members who have been a part of the staff for longer than I have, uh, who both moved out of state to, to Florida and Connecticut. Um, and it, w- it was sad, and it was hard. And they had a lot that they oversaw that was then kind of left up in the air a little bit, and, and I, I, I was struggling with of, of how to keep things moving forward in. And uh, it's just been a year of... People stepping up and uh, being engaged and serving and, and, and taking on um, more responsibility in the church. And I just want to highlight some of that because it's, it's really uh, just set the tone for, for this, this year for me so far, you know. And one of the, the primary spots that, uh, that has been affected the most by this is Awaken Weekly. Um, you uh, have been hearing a lot about it recently because we've, we've revamped it and relaunched it, but I was primarily responsible for it across the summer, and, and if you're an Awaken Weekly subscriber, you would know that it was pretty terrible across the summer. <laughs> um, but then uh, Laura Nichols and Nancy Buckwhite both uh, offered to help uh, put time, put care into it, and, and had vision and, and direction for it to go, and they've done a fantastic job. Um, if you're not subscribed to it, you can go to Awaken Church. Awaken.church slash Awaken Weekly. It's, it's our newsletter, and, and they've poured so much time and effort and care into um, sharing stories from the church, sharing opportunities to be connected, to serve the body, um, and it's been fantastic. And we recently, we've added Alicia Brodus and, and Jessica Ferris to the team, and I'm really excited to see how that continues to grow and be impactful and, and a connection point for all of us as a church. Uh, in addition to that, uh, Sandy Graff, some of you may know her, but she's, she stepped up to help uh, coordinate uh, baby dedications. Uh, in the past to this, I've, I've been responsible for that, and um, I'm pulled every which way on a Sunday, and I, I basically just have time when a family's getting, doing the baby dedications to be like, oh, here's your seats. Nate will call you up. <laughs> and, and Sandy stepped in, and she's got the time and the space, and she really has a heart to care for these families, to help them feel uh, welcome, know where they're supposed to go, be communicating with them. And I'm excited to see how that impacts the, the families in our church. Nate was talking about the build project that we have, and, and we've been working on that, those classrooms for almost two years now. 
Um, and and the, the up to Easter this year was a lot of just getting things done, a lot of dirty work, ceiling tiles, painting, uh, just knocking out these little, little last things. And we had so many people step up and repeatedly be here to help. Uh, Robert Kelly, Michael Jones, Chuck Mancy, uh, the, the Shelton family, the Sims family, the Marinelli family, uh, the Rennie family, they all came together, were here multiple times helping to create these beautiful classrooms for kids, for our kids to come, uh, hear about what, uh, hear about the, and experience the love of Jesus and, and have a safe place to be. Uh, our Connect team, uh, Kim Hermansky, she recently stepped up in, in the last couple of weeks as the, the sole team lead for it. it. It's been a little bit of struggle across the summer of, of communication and, and, and having people in place to help find seats or help you guys get connected into the church. Um, and and she, she stepped up and, and she's taken on more there to help move that forward. And we had a team meeting this last Sunday and I was so encouraged by there, there are multiple different people who, who wanted to help, who saw the need in, and the importance in the team of, of beyond just helping people find seats or shaking hands at a door, but really getting the church connected, getting them plugged into the body and wanted to help with that. Um, our security team. A lot of you might not know we even have a security team, uh, but Scott Willie took over as the team lead a, f- a few months ago, and they do trainings. Uh, we, we've had uh, multiple trainings across the year. Um, we have a qualification that anybody on the security team who's carrying, they have to pass a qualification uh, course in order to, to be able to carry here, um, but there, there is so much intentionality. There is so much time that the team puts in outside of a Sunday to be prepared physically and also spiritually to, to serve and to protect you guys here on a Sunday. Um, and a lot of times they're the, some of the first people here on a Sunday and the last ones to leave. So I, I'm so thankful for them and, and just the amount of time that they put in so that, that we can gather and worship and, and, and be safe um, in that. And then finally, I don't know how many of you guys are able to make it over to the social side, either during a service or in between services, but if you have, you've inevitably met uh, Miss Debbie Galusha. She is fantastic. She is over there every single Sunday, faithfully making coffee, putting out snacks, talking with people. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, cleaning up the space after all of our kids have completely wrecked it. Um, <laughs> But, but she's faithful week in, week out to be there. And, and, and really, that's the story of, of so many other people. That's just some of the areas that I oversee and, and, and the help that people have brought to me in that. But across the church, there, there are people who are faithfully, uh, without recognition, without notice, showing up week in, week out, loving on kids, opening doors, serving, uh, being the church, you know. And, and it's you guys that are, are, are making these things happen, you know. Um, there is need. I don't want to uh, say, oh, yeah, everything, everything's great. We, we are a growing church. We have a ton of kids, uh, and the four-year-olds is apparently a scary place. Um, <laughs> uh, so if you're not plugged in, there, there's plenty of, of opportunity. But I, I'm so thankful that, that you guys function as a body. It's not that the six of us are up here telling you what we've been doing. We get to uh, work alongside you guys, see what God is doing, and just relay that back, back to you all. So, yeah. Dennis? My name is Dennis Wyland, and uh, I get the pleasure of overseeing the business and finance. 
and I want to share a little bit about what's going on in that part of our ministry. Um, our current ministry partners are Hope Pregnancy Center, R41, Faith Comes by Hearing, ARC, which is Association of Related Churches, the Kids Bible Club, and DCS, Department of Children's Services. So that's our current partners. An update on phase one and phase two that Devin referred to is we're working on our punch list and these projects will be completed by year end. And we sure appreciate your patience during this long stretch and sometimes not having restrooms on Sunday mornings is tough, but we're getting there. Um, we'll next move to the planning stage of phase three. That's the planning stage and that will be uh, the social side, the kinder, and kids' corner, the update of that area. So that's going to be the next project down the road. And I'm going to be starting next month on our 2024 budget for the church. And other projects that we've already completed, this is a pretty good list, but I want to let you know where this money is going and some things that's being accomplished. Uh, we've already completed these this year thus far, and we've still got some more to go, but the community room build-out, that was a major undertaking. We replaced the complete roof of the Austin Beauty College building, and uh, then I had to replace two HVAC units in the social side unit, and um, that was tough to have two in the same, almost same month. And there's numerous plumbing repairs that we've had to do, and we have a new uh, update for our phone and security system for the church. And with the help of Josh, we're currently working in progress, uh, taking care of the storage. We're going to organize that and make it a nice place to put stuff away. So we're truly thankful and blessed by our many faithful givers. A year to date, we've added 47 new givers. So that's outstanding to have that many new givers. Um, I also want to mention that I oversee the worship and production teams. And this is a good day to reiterate again what Nate already has said, but Kelly getting sick and immediately the guys step up and never miss a beat. And that's truly a sign of a good leader. And then the production team. Wow, you know, they have servant hearts. I see three of them right there, but guess what? There's five more back here behind the stage in that room that's making uh, the words for people up here and on the screens, the lights, the sound. Uh, it's amazing, and I call them the unsung heroes, and we're blessed to have these guys. You don't hear a lot about it because... They're always adding people, and, and that's a great place to serve if you're looking for a place to serve. You join the production team, and you'll learn a lot of good stuff. So I did want to mention them, and we're just blessed to have them. Let's give them a hand right now, if you will. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to give you two quick reminders. The men's gathering, the next men's gathering will be September the 25th. That's a Monday at 6 o'clock out here on the parking lot on the end of the social side building and then a camp out will be men's camp out will be on a friday september the 29th so if you want more information about those two events be sure to check with josh and myself thank you thank you dennis uh, so my name is josh and i oversee the the helps and cares and 
immediately I can, I already, I can, I know something, what is helps and cares, why is it different, what's the separation, what's going on with that, um, but before I get into that, uh, if you thought you weren't going to open your Bible today, uh, guess again, go ahead and grab your Bibles, I want to explain, um, I just want to tie in to Scripture what we're doing up here, we're not just this is important because we're a family, you know, and, and we come together every Sunday. But what, what our vision is, is that it, it's, it's going to be much more than that. Uh, God's vision, J- Jesus' vision for his bride, for his church, is for us to be a family. And so we're being very intentional with what we're doing, with what, how we're devoting our time. We want uh, this, this Sunday gathering to be a place where we come together and just we can't wait to, to see each other because we're family. And I believe that's the way the early church was, and I, and I believe we're heading back that direction now. Um, but if you want to open up your Bibles to Acts chapter 6, I'm going to open with you. So if I beat you, um, I don't know. You, are you trying to kick it old school with sword drills? Yes, sword I drills. I want to hear those, those <laughs> pages turn. I grew up in Sunday school. <laughs> All right. I gave everybody enough time to open up your Bibles. Acts chapter 6. I'm going to start in verse 1. Again, I'm reading this to, to tie in what we're doing up here, or at least with, with what uh, God has given me uh, here at Awaken. And so it says, now in these days, and these days, let me just give you some context. Uh, the church was new, and it was blossoming. It was growing quick because it was good news that they had, right? Jesus has risen. Hello? That's good news. People caught on. People were excited. And... The church grew very quick. What happens when you have a lot of people? What, what, same thing that happens here at Awaken. What happens when you have a lot of people? They have a lot of kids. They have a lot of needs. We have a lot of cares. We have a lot of things that need to be taken care of. So let me get on. All right. Um, now in these days, when the disciples were increasing in number, a complaint by the Hellenists arose against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. And the twelve summoned the full number, the full number of the disciples and said, it is not right that we should give up preaching the word of God to serve tables. Therefore, brothers, pick out from among you seven men of good repute, full of the spirit and of wisdom, whom we will appoint to this duty. But we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Now we're in verse five. Pay attention here. And what they said pleased the whole gathering. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith of the Holy Spirit, and Philip and Prochorus, and Nicanor, and Timon, and I'm not going to try to t- say that next, last, next name, but it starts with a P, and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. These they set before the apostles, and they prayed and laid their hands on them. The they in there is the whole congregation. It, what, what God was giving me earlier was, was uh, when I was thinking about what to say to everybody is, is participatory. Church is a participatory activity. It's not entertainment. And, and I, please don't hear me saying, you know, getting on you guys. I'm just saying this is the, our culture, right? We, we see it. People go to church on Sundays to be entertained, but here at Awaken, we're not trying to do that. We're going to be a family. We're going to love Jesus to the best of our ability, and we're going to love each other to the best of our ability. And so that's what helps and cares. Really, I, I, I feel honored. And when I say I feel honored, I really do, because um, with the helps... Well, let's start with the cares. Cares is inside. Cares is everything inside the four walls. When you have a tragedy in your family, I want to know about it. Because I see your tragedy as an opportunity for me to come alongside you and love you. And not, it's not just me. I'm going to tell the whole leadership team. I'm just the point of contact. We're all going to come alongside each other and love you. 
Um, that may look like a tree falling down in your yard, and you need some hands to come over, and I'm, I'll be happy to, to operate a chainsaw, let me tell you. Um, but you need some help with that. Whether it be a, a surgery or a new baby, and you just need some meals made, we still have meal train. That still goes on. And so that is the, the, the cares aspect of that. I'm sorry. Did I misspeak? Yeah, I misspoke. That is the, yeah, that's the cares. So that's the cares aspect. I even get confused myself. Um, but there's two points of contact for that as well. So Danny Rainey really helps me out with everything involved. You can always come to me. You can always come to anybody up here uh, for any problems that you're having, any kind of difficult situation you're having in your life. But Danny is, uh, feels very led to be a part of this, and I agree. He's a, he's a great person to, to be a part of this ministry. So he's going to be taking the lead on anything inside of Awaken. Uh, and then we have uh, Carmen Willie, who, will, who is running the mill trains. I, I really, she just tells me what's going on. I'll be honest with you. Uh, she runs that thing, and I'm so thankful for her. Uh, but then there's helps. And so helps is, is another aspect of the helps and cares. And that's really anything outside the four walls of Awaken. We get a lot of phone calls. I'm sure you can imagine uh, people asking for all kinds of things. And, and guess, who is, guess who's the guy who has to have that hard conversation and use discernment if it's a sincere help, if we can, even, if we can help them, if we have those resources, or kind of just brainstorming how to solve difficult problems. It's me. So I, I'm, I'm discerning those things and, of course, communicating with the leadership team. But, uh, so that's what Helps and Cares is. Please pray for us as we move forward. If you... If you're interested in being part of the, I know the meal train team really could use some, some more ladies and men. Men, you could cook too. Um, ladies and men to, to come alongside. And, and if you can't cook, you could always just provide a meal. Uh, that's an option as well. But when anytime there's a, a birth in Awaken or a sickness or somebody's in the hospital, we try to come alongside and provide uh, that meal for the family so mom and dad can have one less thing to worry about. That's really our heart behind that. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Thank you. Thank you. So as I, as I was sitting here and I'm, I'm listening to all these guys, I, I thought I would close out with something I shared, um, what is Sunday, today's Sunday, Friday, Friday, yeah, okay, Whew. I, um, when I'm not teaching, I don't know what day it is, I guess. Um, a couple days ago, Friday, we had um, team night, and it's just an opportunity for us to thank everybody who serves, to hang out, to, um, to, to get to have more conversations than maybe what we have. And I shared something on team night that I was just reminded as I'm sitting here and I'm listening to everything that's going on. Uh, it's just a quick story, something I researched um, last week. Um, but it, it, Death Valley, I, how many of you know Death Valley, right? Like Death Valley, it does, nothing grows there, right? Like it, that's why it's called Death Valley. Like nothing goes there and lives and survives. Well, back in 2004, there was this huge rainstorm that happened. And um, what, ended up, what they ended up finding out in 2005 in the spring, all these flowers bloomed up. It's what they call a super bloom. And uh, you can Google it later, Google Super Bloom. You'll see just how cool it is to see all the flowers and all the growth. And, and what they found out was that, um, that it really Death Valley wasn't dead. It was just dormant. And what it needed was a little rain. And when that rain came, they saw life brought into Death Valley. And I think the hope and the encouragement here today is that there is life happening here. We're all a part of being in that life change. That it even reminds me of what James said at the very end, that, um, that we get to play a part in bringing back people who have wandered from the truth. And, 
and, and we get to play a part in what God is doing. We get to um, be the people who get to, to do a little of the watering. We, we share the gospel. We, we serve one another. We love one another. We're praying for one another. Then, then the watering happens, and God brings life to what was dead. And so I just want to encourage you that what you do has huge ramifications. Um, we get to play a part in people learning about Jesus, seeing Jesus, maybe even coming to know Jesus. And, and so I don't want that to be lost on you all. We, we have a huge task and a huge call. And so um, it, it's cool to see the life that God is bringing here to Awaken. And, and that's what today is. It's just to encourage you with that. And so if it is your first time here, you've not been here before, hey, come back next week. We're going to study the Bible. We'll, we'll get into more of that. But I, I hope uh, if this is your church family, this is where you call home, you're settling in roots, you have community here, I hope you see what's going on, and I hope w- that you see that there are people here who want to love. That's one of the biggest things that I always hear, of just how loving and caring we are, that when we present needs, and, and it's a two-way street again, we're presenting the needs, we're persistent, in it, we're walking with people, um, we get to care for one another, love one another, and we get to see life brought out of dead things. So um, God is moving here. God is at work. And it is cool to be able to sit here and to watch God move in the lives of people. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this message from Awaken Church. We'd love to hear how this message or the ministry of Awaken has impacted your life. Let us know at awaken.church forward slash my story.